Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to It's Your Funeral, the podcast where we interview guests about the most important day of their afterlives. I'm back again with my funeral friend, Sam Hammond, aka Bomb Cruise Sam. How are you? Hot. Very hot, yes. Well referenced, good early reference. We are in... Um, very hot and humid and close is a word I'd use. Uh, London, we're near Gospel Oak, we're near a train line, so when you start hearing trains going by, it's not a sound effects thing, it's because we're literally near, uh, and it is very humid. What have you been up to, Sam, since our last recording, all of two or three days ago? Um, <clears throat> I've been a bit of an existential crisis, sanding some floors, um, <laughs> hiding from the sun. Not much. Not nothing really to report. I'm afraid. It's like only it, been about an hour since I saw it's you. It's true. And a train went by just as you started saying sanding some floors. If it was covering your uh, your new vocation. Yeah, that's. I, I can't call it that. I'm not very good at it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can get into that, uh, guys at home. If you have any stories about deaths or funerals or anything anecdotal, funny along those morbid lines, get in touch and we'll read them out. The email is podcast. Uh, it's pod. It's your funeral at gmail.com. That's pod. It's your funeral at gmail.com. But let's get on to today's guest. He is comedian, writer, performer, actor, and maverick of the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Thanks to his agent's website for that. The hilarious Luke McQueen. How are you, Luke? Yeah, fine. Thank Hi, you, Luke. Do you uh, do you ever get as full a intro as that when you do your appearances these days? Um, I, I liked the energy of it. Yeah. But yeah, I can't. I mean, I can't. Um these agents they've got to sell me they've got to put down whatever sells me right i mean there's some stuff on there that you know i'm not telling anybody else that but they're telling them and i can tell you it's not working <laughs> is it not true <laughs> <laughs> well what does a maverick mean i don't know just makes me think of top gun, gun. Yeah. yeah just yeah, yeah, makes yeah. me think of top gun i mean yeah. I, in my head a maverick is you know and having seen a lot of your stuff you're someone who um, you're not traditional stand-up. You're not mainstream. You're you'll do whatever it takes to make people feel uh, trailblazer. Uh, you're trailblazer. Make them feel maybe awkward, <laughs> uncomfortable, but also uh, make them roll on the floor laughing. Yeah, I like I like high stakes, and I like to be uh, original if I can. Could you give the audience an example of the randomest shit you've pulled at the Edinburgh Fringe to uh, make your agent call you a maverick? <laughs> Um, I, I did a show once where I uh, sold out a venue to people who thought they were going to go see Frankie Boyle. Because <laughs> I, I, did, I didn't have many people coming to my show, so I thought, well, that's, uh, that's a way around it. 
And how did they react when they realised they weren't seeing Frankie Boyle? To be honest, some of them thought it was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, some of them didn't. <laughs> um, we are in Luke's flat that he shares with uh, another excellent comedian, uh, stand-up Lou Sanders in yes. Gospel Oak. It's very beautiful here. Thank you for inviting us. She's tidying the bathroom. I've insisted. <laughs> what, on her hands and knees? Yes, chained. <laughs> Good. We seem to have morphed into 1970s male comedy there. Glad, glad to hear it. Uh, but of course, the subject in mind is uh, funerals. Luke, I always ask pretty much up the top, yeah. have you fantasized about your own funeral? Do you think about what it's going to be like? How much thought have you given that? I, I haven't really. I, I Probably when I was little, but just because I do... It's like, I, I love... I'm a big Elvis fan, and I always think, well, he's sort of the most famous person, really. But then I, even when I think about him, I sort of think it's, it's all pointless now. Like, it doesn't matter that his legacy is living on. Mattered to him, right? It just doesn't matter. So um, I don't, because I, I don't really think about it. Because I sort of think, well, I, I won't be there. The I just sort of think, oh, I hope I've, you know, deleted everything. Don't owe anyone any money. <laughs> it's quite a selfish view, then. Yeah. Do you yeah, think so? It? No. Well, just like you're not going to be there. I feel the same, to be honest. I just sort of think like, it doesn't matter. Asked, yeah. Like if if I died and no one noticed, I still would be like, oh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Me. I mean, the That's thing good. I grabbed from that is, I hope I've deleted everything. What, what is there on your hard drive that you're worried about, Luke? <laughs> I think, like, I suppose more like tech. I don't know. You know I don't if know. it came that the vicar somehow decided at your funeral to read out the contents of your hard drive. If they went through my hard drive, they'd be going, oh, my God, look at all this funny stuff mm. that this guy never got to show. <laughs> <laughs> that never, ever. Completely why underrated. Yeah, yeah. Why wasn't this guy more? They'd feel bad, and I wouldn't want them to feel bad about me not being as successful as what I should be. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very we've, nice. Uh, we've interviewed Joey and he was uh, quite similarly felt like he had to talk about a hypothetical funeral as if he'd become much more successful than he currently yeah, yeah. is. Obviously, there's all the murders that I've committed as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I read somewhere that at um, Fred West's funeral, the, 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 like the reverend or the vicar or whatever was like, they just told him, you know, you've got to make something up here. And he just went, he was a complicated man. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We, um, me and Sam on our way here, we bumped into a, a nice uh, older lady, I would describe her as, yeah. uh, whilst we were just having half a pint at the pub. And she got, we, we told, uh, Sam told her what we were here to do and she yeah. got fascinated and was like, well, here are the things you have to talk about. Really? You have to talk about how um, the worst thing that happens is when you go to a funeral and the, the, it turns out they're really tight and they don't do a free bar. She was really? massively into that. She was massively into the buffet. Oh God, how bleak that someone's turning up to a funeral and just being disappointed so by the People only go for these things. In their generation, they'll be like, oh, we'll go to that one. It'll be a good spread. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Well, these are the people you should be interviewing. <laughs> I think, I think you be might honest. be right. We should have got, yeah. we should have got a number. Uh, she also talked about how many funerals she'd had to organize, including her husband's funeral. Uh, sorry, her husband's parents' funeral. I was like, shouldn't he have done that? He was, she was like, no, I, I, he couldn't do it. He couldn't bring himself to do it. Can't be right. asked. But um, Weak. overall, funerals seen as a bleak subject matter. I wondered, with you living with Lou, yeah, has it ever crossed your mind what happened if she died? Yeah. Would you just leave it to her family? Or would you try and get involved because you're the clo- you know you you live with her. You're quite yeah. close to her. I, you- I, I'm getting the house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm serious. I mean, she's mad, but I'm getting the house. Wow. She's be, told me. I think she'd be. You're not actually getting the house. <laughs> I'm getting the house. Really. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, Luke, I think that is contractually binding, whether <laughs> whether or not it's true. I don't know. Um, I, I'd feel, I don't know. Yeah, I'm really close to Lou. Um, 
but like she's she's got loads of you know great friends so it's you know the, the, i think there'd be a, a queue of people that want to sort of do something nice for her what would you do at her funeral though to a set <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 uh what would i do i mean you know I, yeah, i'd do a speech at, you know i would like to do a speech but i uh, but there's probably people that are maybe better than me at, i don't know you know we, we've got a nice friendship and like lots of little in jokes that no one would understand probably so it'd yeah. probably, be a sh- probably be wasted on everyone because mm. she wouldn't be there as a comedian and you did say before we started this podcast you know um, my instinct is to try and be a bit I don't know whether, what word you said but like silly or uh, you know try and be funny do you think doing a eulogy at a funeral you'd be able to keep it pretty much like in tone for the event or do you think you'd just not be able to stop yourself from trying to make the congregation laugh I well, I've done a couple actually, and I, I remember I went to one funeral. God, this is so what a horrible podcast. Why, why are you going to my house? And, why are you doing this? Um, I, I went to one funeral. A guy unfortunately committed suicide, and he was young. And I remember thinking, this is like, it, there's nothing good here. Mm. And these guys were having. To, I, I, I wasn't doing a speech, but these guys were doing speeches, and I was like, it's, this is so difficult because, you know, he didn't want to be here anymore, and it's. I don't know how you do that, but obviously, the, the, the obviously the other funerals you just kind of go well. You just have to do the best job you can here because this person did have a nice life, and mm. you got to try and celebrate that. But and actually, weirdly, because of what we do, it's not so much being a comedian, but certainly public speaking. You kind of think I'm in a position where I can do a good job of this, so I should do that. I feel like if um, you were to die, Luke. Mm. I feel like you'd be one of those people who'd probably want people to attend your funeral in the way that celebrates your life and the kind of yeah. personality you were. So you probably, wouldn't you kind of want people, if they're giving speeches and eulogies and stuff, to be funny? Absolutely. Yeah. I think they would be. And I Apart from were... maybe your cl- very close family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe a little bit. Um, but I think uh, it's just, I don't know. It's also pointless, isn't it? I wonder if any like comedians have ever taken like a career change and gone on to be like a vicar or something. Because it's, it's almost a similar job, you yeah, know. Yeah, you yeah. got you got to sort of like entertain everyone. He'd be incredibly popular, or she would be incredibly popular. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Holly Walsh is. It's not. I mean, it's not the same thing. But her mum's a vicar. I know that. Okay. Mm. Well, there's the the guy from um, that band, Reverend the Reverend Richard Cole. Oh yeah, there is him. He yeah. Was, which He's band in, was in? Communards, I think. Communards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about it's him. He's close, so that's pop to I, I used to yeah. go to church. Like I used to go all the time when I was a kid was growing up. Before I went to London, like, it was always at church. Like, every By choice. Sunday. By choice. Okay. I loved it. Actually, Sunday was my favourite day of the, the week. I loved it because... You're this a little like nerd. A club. <laughs> well, they, they were like my best friends, these, you know, these, these sort of group of people that Lindsay, Charlene, and I used to hang out. You know, it was really fun. Yeah. But then I started doing stand-up, and then when I went back to the church, I, I uh, you know, would take the whatever a couple of times like you just do 10 minutes of like some sort of thing <laughs> uh, some sort of lesson but I remember after I was doing stand up and I, d- I did something that I did in stand up like crowd almost like crowd work crowd work yeah <laughs> it was so embarrassing Aww. so I'm genuinely intrigued by your past as a church goer that surprises yeah. me for some reason yeah. was it, is, it, uh, was, is religion a family thing for you or was it just like you went to Sunday school and got into it that way it was a you know, my mum went and uh my, my, yeah, my my mum. Some I think I was too young when my mum started going to church. But she, the first church she found was like a mad one. But obviously she she didn't realise at the time. 
but she totally got into it and then my sister's a bit older so my sister got all the sort of brunt of this so she would my mum would go in my sister's room and scream even at her if she was watching TV on a Sunday <laughs> or something and they'd go to this weird church where they had, all had to wear hats like my mum was just like a bit brainwashed by this weird first church she went to cult but I, I, mean, I wouldn't. I don't know if it was a cult, but they all had to wear hats, and she was screaming heathen at my sister. <laughs> that is a cult. If you have to wear a hat. I mean, unless it's a cycling uh, club. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd rather be in a cult than a church, though. It sounds a bit more fun. Well, I think the Church of Scientology is pretty close. Uh, yeah. To both. I'd go. To, I'd go to the Scientologist church. But when, when, by the time I started going to church, it was sort of a normal one, and it was really, it was genuinely, I loved. I, I loved going there. Why did you stop? Because I moved to London. Right. And I, the reason I love going there really, I suppose, because I used to go to like, you know, I was just hanging out with the people yeah. my, my own age yeah. there. Like we wouldn't fancy sit. Fancy the girl Did there. Did you go there to fancy girls, Luke? No, 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 they, they were like my friend. Like, but I wouldn't sit in the sermon. I'd sit there for 10 minutes, then we'd go on, you know, on yeah. our own little thing. It was yeah. just fun. We, started, we were, They were all funny. Like we had a good good time. All right. I'm genuinely, go. genuinely <laughs> yeah, surprised. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a little less, uh, it's, a, it's a story similar to, but a little less successful than that of Jonathan Edwards, the former triple jumper. Yeah who was so uh, into his Christian faith that he refused to jump on a Sunday in his early career. Really? Yeah, so up until the Seoul Olympics in 1988, he would never jump on a Sunday. And um, it was a big press story. And then he changed his mind. He took a leap of faith. He said, he took a leap of faith. He changed his mind. He said that he'd read through the Bible and he'd realized that God was telling him to be an athlete (laughs) and wanted him to jump on a Sunday. And I recently watched this documentary about it on iPlayer. And then... um, after he won everything, like the Olympics and everything, after he retired, he he openly now says, "I actually stopped believing in God." I really, feel, yeah, I had a complete like U-turn, and now yeah. doesn't believe it's in like God at all. Kind of coming out, but yeah, into... exactly. That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Do you still know. believe in God? Remember me asking. <sighs> Good question, Sam. Love that. <laughs> love that. You really put him on the spot there. I just I want, uh, only reason I'm asking is because I want to know what if, what you think is going to happen after when you die. I think I think believing in God is a much is a much nicer thing to believe it. Yeah, yeah. It's a difficult thing than not in. believing. Of course, if you don't believe, then what's the point? What's the point to everything? That, but that's yeah. you know, look, uh, it's, it's a nice. That's thought. for the uh, bonus features when but we go into gonna, this in depth. If you're going to go to heaven, if some, if you believe you're going to go to heaven, yeah, yeah, then, yeah. and it's going to be wicked and yeah. ace, then why why bother wearing a seatbelt or anything like that? Um, that's a good question. I, I suppose just I mean, it's just it's all right down here as well. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know. I don't think. I mean, I, I never Linda imagined. Carlyle. I never imagined you'd go to heaven and be like, "Oh yeah, this is like so much better." I mean, I, I presume it's better. Some people think you get like um, endless virgins and things like that. Well, that's don't a, they? Yeah. That's a Quran. I don't know. Thing, isn't it? Might be mixing them up, but it's an afterlife thing. It's an I mean, afterlife a, thing with for the suicide bombers yeah, for sure. Right. There's a lot of stuff in there that's like. You, yeah. you know, you got to stop asking questions at some point. Fair enough. Because <laughs> otherwise, it must be nice to have something to Luke, believe. You're in, at the yeah. per- I used to ask a lot of questions. Mm. Uh, you know, that's sort of. But you're at the pearly gates, then, Luke. What's inside there that makes you think I've made the right? You know, I've made the right decision to believe in God all my life here. This is, that looks amazing. I think Arsenal winning the league. Well, look, yeah, definitely sport because sport's great. Mm-hmm. There's competition's great. You know, you get winners and losers, but it's defined. And then we all move on and we have fun. Um, I think there's a lot of games. Like, if I was in heaven, I'd be I'd be playing games all the time. Mm. I'd be living with my friends. Uh, wouldn't have to It's like work. being a kid again. Yeah, just all the things yeah. that are fun. Water yeah, parks. Yeah. Water, of course, there's water Love parks. It. Love it. Everywhere. Yeah. You're just having fun, bit of competition, some, like, shows. 
that people put on. Sounds pretty good. On. Yeah, there's, there's no, just no money. I think basically there's just no money worries and no one wants to fight. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, it's like more or less the same. Yeah. Do you still get any fun stuff though, like sex or Yeah, yeah, you're having or... sex. It's yeah. endless sex. Sex in water parks is what I got yeah. from that. <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah. sex in water parks and some. Yeah, I don't think they mix, up. unless it's very heavily chlor- chlorinated water. Yeah. Um, so, bringing it back to the hypothetical possibility of your own funeral, and let's say, let's imagine you could actually see it from, yeah. you know, almost like you're a fly on the wall. Yeah. What do you think it looks like? Who's there? Yeah. Have you have you ever thought about songs you'd have played, or would you leave that all to your family? Well, it depends when you're dying, isn't it? Because obviously I'm not thinking about it now. Well, that's the good first question as well then. So when are you going to die and how? I really want to get late. I want to go late. Mm. I want to hit triple figures. Really? Yeah. But And does that include the thought of how decrepit you might get before then? Or in your head, are you just going to be like this until then? I, I think I'm pretty good at like just... If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Sitting around. Mm. So even if I just have to sit, I can like, you know, watch telly or some bullshit. Yeah, like there's stuff that you can do. I'll just ask my grandson, but like, you know, oh, come on, there must be something my granddad can do. I'm just like you know, I'm just sitting here. Just, it must be something. 
like it's even like pod, like if you're like an old person these days, you might not know about podcasts. The other day I listened to Ross Kemp interview the Black Widow. Yeah, it was fantastic. Mm. If I'm in my eighties, I probably don't know. That's but I could do that. I could sit there and listen to that interview. You'd probably be able to have like a virtual reality headset, and you'll yeah. be young again inside that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be wandering around that's being true. you again. Yeah, yeah. I think true. if you're in your eighties, you got to ask, say, well, "Come on, I got nothing here. What can I do?" And there's stuff. Yeah, I think basically. If we can get through COVID, we can probably get through our 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's mostly been about mm. sitting about... I feel like yeah. a retired old lady most days at the yeah, moment. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Okay. But I, th- I, wanna hit, I definitely want to hit 90. I just have this thing about sort of getting as close to the end as possible. That's good. And how do you think you'll deal with the possibility of losing all your friends before you and stuff and being a bit lonely? Uh, would, would you care? Or would you just still keep listening to the podcast and watching the sport? <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, like, this is, this is like, again, like, this is... Uh, Why are we doing this? You're a horrible this? person. I was having a nice day. <laughs> um, I don't know, like, I, yeah, I thought it was interesting. You know, obviously, it'd be very sad if you spent your whole life with someone, like a friend or whatever, and they suddenly die. Uh, of course, that's going to be sad. Like, or a wife. Wife, that's hard. You know, you almost don't want to live through that. You almost want to go first. But yeah. then maybe that's selfish. Go together. Yeah. That's what Joey Page said, actually. Joey said that he he and Yanina had already talked about it and they think that whoever dies first, the other will die of a broken heart straight away. Well, no. Very romantic. Because Yanina spoke to me. She (laughs) told me to shoot her. If Joey goes, I've got to shoot her. Oh, okay. (laughs) I thought you were going to say she talked to me and said she'll marry you if Joey goes first. (laughs) It's an awkward uh, way to announce that to Joey. Uh, I think it's I think it's very hard. But, but, yeah, yeah. The Titanic couple, I think the the old couple in Titanic. That's just a film. Yeah. Of course, it's just a film. But that, what a nice way to go, you know, in a, in a famous disaster. Well, she yeah. just let him die, and then she just lived for years. I've always slightly fantasized about the idea of dying with my partner in a plane crash, holding each other's hands. Oh, I was thinking about the main in two in the crash. film. Oh, I'd love to die in a plane crash. Really? I'm a, I'm obsessed with aviation and plane crashes. Yeah. See, it would be. Wow. I, think, I think you're right. If you're both at a similar age in your nineties. And you could just wake up and Jerry's like, we've had enough. Let's just... And like, maybe there's some bullshit going on, like some protest that you can get involved in that you feel passionately about. Mm. And it's like, just go there and just fucking throw ourselves off something, make a point. <laughs> a couple did that. <laughs> I read going. somewhere, like, they told their kids that they were going to, like, Butlins. And they yeah. said, like, we're off for the weekend. And they were, like, they were both in the 90s. They said, all right, cool, we're going on a coach. And then they just went and killed themselves together. Like, did they? Yeah, this married couple, an old couple. Because they were just like, well, our bodies don't work anymore. We're sick really? of it. Yeah, we're done. But they told them, so that the kids didn't stop them. They just said they were going yeah to centre parks or something. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. I've got to say, like in terms, brave, of, in terms of the narrative, cool. in terms of the narrative that you leave your family with, I feel like that's such a positive. That yeah. Almost, it's like you you know, you can't. As a family member left, you can't be like, oh, so devastated about it. It's literally what they wanted. Yeah. Mm. And and everyone says that line, it's what they would have wanted, but almost ironically, but that is literally what they wanted. And you've not got to worry about the other one. You'll be like, they did it together. They were in love. Saving loads of money on care. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I, think it's to, quite, I think that's quite nice. You'd yeah. have to pay for Dignitas. Yeah. Um, and uh, this seems to come up a lot. So I want to ask, are your, are your exes, your ex-wives, are they going to be at the funeral? Well, I... I Ex-wives. Oh, I don't know. I'm just looking at. Divorced. I mean, you said you're going to hunt. You're getting into your hundreds, <laughs> mate. You probably have a few by then. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Why not? It depends. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think um, I've definitely got a good relationship with my ex-girlfriend, and I think she'd uh, she'd be there. Yeah. And do you have any Certainly like? Um, do you have any like? Because uh, I wonder whether, just as a joke, I'd quite like to have an open casket. 
<laughs> and have myself like embalmed and like uh, in a you know in a suit or a spur shirt or a, I don't know. God I'm knows. not looking at that. No, well. I'm I'm so pale anyway that it's it would really look funny. no different. But yeah. Do you think you do anything crazy like I that? I think that's really funny. I, I, it's so. I don't think I've ever looked at um, a dead body. Actually, I haven't. I no. have. And have it, you? Yeah, I haven't. It's weird though. You, can you were just, with your nana when she died. Yeah, but it was like we knew she was dying. It was just by her side. But this is a long time ago. But like, it's weird how you see. You can just totally see the life just go instantly yeah. from someone, and they're like they're just a shell. It's like it's very weird. Yeah, it's just like. I mean, is it like? Is there like? So in my in my head, and I think this is based on all the films and TV shows I've seen. Mm. There's like a a last, you know, a a, a kind of accentuated last breath. Is yeah. there any of that stuff? There's a lot. There's like the thing called the death rattle, which is pretty bleak. Which is like you hear this sound where they, they've stopped struggling to breathe. It's like, <gasps> and you're like, oh, oh god, horrible. it's not nice. And then when when that happens, you know they're on the way out. And then. Um, it stops. <laughs> and then everything stops. <laughs> yeah, and you, but at that point you're like, I want it to stop now. I want, I want you to go. You know, and yeah. you want to go. Yeah, it's like, no, it's I, not, it's not great. Yeah, that's not great. I, but, I've, <laughs> I've told this on this before, but Luke hasn't heard it. Is that the only dead body I've actually seen? Is that my, um, when my grandfather died, he was at yeah. a home, and his carer, at the wake, his carer started showing around a selfie she'd taken of her with my grandpa's dead body. Really? And just going, look how peaceful he looks. That's so funny. It's just so funny and random and bleak. And he, but he did look peaceful, to be fair. And he was a miserable old cunt. A selfie. So that's it was, brilliant. That's, the, that's genuinely the last memory I have of him is of the selfie on her iPhone of him. It was very, very mad. Um, My mate's dad is a vicar and he was doing a funeral once. And um, it was a big lady, like a massive... Lady. Big lady. Anyway, the pallbearers like dropped the coffin because she was so heavy. No. And the the corpse rolled out of the. No. Coffin. That so, must be really? an urban myth. I, no, I've been to told be. like by the, the I've been told this by my friend. So upsetting. I know, and they had to like shovel shovel her back in. <laughs> it is upsetting, but if you saw it, could you stop yourself from no. laughing? I'm not I sure. Mean, I mean, like, yeah. I, I, I don't honestly, I don't think I could. I'd feel so sad. I feel so sad for like the immediate family. Yeah, I would, I but, but I'd be, I I'd be struggling not to see laugh. it. But I'd, maybe she'd find it. I don't know. I mean, maybe, I don't know that. Maybe funny. she would find it. Maybe funny. she'd think it was funny. Yeah, Look, I, I think you're based on what we've talked about in this like twenty minutes or so. I think you're a much lovelier person yeah. deep down than a I thought. Not deep down. And, and b, either of us. And b <laughs> than either of us. Because I don't think I. And it's not great, but I think if that happened, I think I'd have to turn away, and because I'm worried that I would laugh. I'd Oops. maybe laugh at some point. I just. I mean. Life is embarrassing, and you just don't want death to be embarrassing as well. That's a good point. Yeah, that is a good point. That should probably <laughs> should be the tagline for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Life is embarrassing. But having said that, you know, it's probably the sort of. I mean, if but if it was me, would I mind? I think I'd maybe think it's funny if it was. Well, me. if it happened to you, I think everyone would think it was a setup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My God, that'd be so bleak. But also, I think there's a part uh, based on like the the material that you've created. There's a chance that if you die, people might think that you're faking your own death. <laughs> I don't think I'm that uh, well known, but yeah. Yeah, but I even think. to your own family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, it would be a way to get more well known. Yeah, yeah, that's. True. I mean, I feel like the cogs are turning, Luke. <laughs> putting ideas in your head. Um, what about venue? Would it be a church? I mean, you've you've talked about your church past. It might be a churchy a churchy funeral. Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I mean, I where else? Yeah, where else? They just people uh, have their ashes spread at the Emirates and shit. I would probably prefer to have my ashes spread. I don't really like clutter, like 
even as I live, I don't keep a lot of stuff. You're not a hoarder. No, I don't have anything really. And I just, if I move, I just leave stuff. No, I never have a lot of stuff to leave, but I just leave stuff. So I think it would make sense for me to definitely be cremated, to just not leaving much behind. No. Mm. But I think you get cremated after your funeral as a rule. I mean, you could, of course, not have a funeral. That's, I mean, yeah. it's an option. Yeah. I mean, if you live to 105, there'll the, be the, no one to be at the funeral anyway. So. <laughs> oh, that's sad. But they're going to be doing it differently anyway, aren't they? I'm sure I read something. I can't remember what I read, but there's, there's because there's, they're running out of space. Yeah, there's, there's no room no, for it. There's no room for, bod- for bodies to be buried. I know that. But um, And obviously funerals have been really bleak during COVID where people haven't really been mm, allowed so sad. to have them. That mm. is, that is, that's even too bleak for this that's podcast, I think. Because I think they're important. Like they they really serve a purpose. Luke's like, got Luke's being he's got the I'm warmest nice eyes today. He's got the loveliest warmest nice eyes. Very lovely man. Making me making me feel very guilty about this. Um, <laughs> so but I don't care. Uh, so what do you want written on How your What have you done? Uh, we've done uh, we've done one with just the two of us and one with Joey right, and you're right, the third. Right, yeah, you're yeah. the third. Yeah. Uh, but hypothetically even though you're going to get cremated, yeah. if there would you have like a a tree or something or a plaque somewhere or a tree is a nice idea. Yeah. yeah. Little tree, a little Chuck message. You on a what tree. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what message would you go for? Um. Oh God. Um, oh God. What do you mean, message? Well, I think some people, you know, some people will get something, a poem put on there, or something, something that's relevant. Maybe I don't know if you choose it necessarily. Maybe your family chooses. Yeah, it's it. usually like good, a good dad, yeah, brother yeah. and son. So it's I'd stuff like that, just, isn't it? I probably put like that was embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. good. That's really yeah. nice. I saw a really pretentious one once in Highgate Cemetery, and it was like this could tell this woman had picked it for herself, and it was like poet, lover, mother, <laughs> adventurer. Ah, you, <laughs> it was like you were a wanker. I, I, I don't mind that. <laughs> Maybe we should ask every guest we have that question, and then we put the title of each episode as what they want on their yeah their plaque. It's difficult, isn't it? Like because that. like that's good. I think um, yeah. I think we're getting. I think we're getting hairy. Hairy. We're putting hairy man on my dad's because he was hairy, and we thought well, we just always thought it was funny how hairy he was. <laughs> and uh, so that, you know, it, I mean, not just a hairy man, <laughs> just hairy man. <laughs> what? And then the years that he lived. Yeah, um, and a few other things. But I just thought that was quite funny. Like he'd find it funny. Oh he'd yeah. Find it funny. No, that's really that is fucking hilarious. I mean, yeah. actually, when I think about gravestones, the only reason I would want to have a gravestone potentially is because I like the idea of, and this is my ego talking, of course, but I like the idea of people passing it and thinking what is written on that gravestone is hilarious. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's a legacy. That's as good as a legacy as I'll probably get. Well, yeah, because I suppose, like you know, you, you do want to live life. Like where I talk about like Elvis sort of achieving all these great things, but then you sort of like oh, whatever. But the opposite of that is just being a sheep your whole life, and like you know you meet these people, it's very sad, and you meet these people, and you're like oh my god, like you haven't even really got your own mind, like you're just sort of a robot. Like that's bleak, yeah. right? To know that you've lived seventy odd years, mm. eighty years, and it's like you didn't even exist, really. No, you're yeah, just yeah. saying things that somebody else said. But there are people, of course, who literally live to want to be like that yeah. uh, lots of people say I don't want to be the centre of Losers. attention <laughs> I don't want to be the centre of attention I don't want anything I don't mean centre of attention I suppose I mean like Twitter isn't like, when I think about Twitter I sort of think well, that's not real life it's almost no. like the matrix and it's just like none of that is real uh, but some people live in the world like that it's like they don't even have their own thoughts mm. automatons yeah. yeah we need we need those people yeah <laughs> but you, brought, you brought up Elvis a couple of times Are you is he a big influence on you no I'm just a, I, I was I was a big Elvis fan growing up right I suppose I 
I mean, I mean, he did have one of the great deaths of our time. Yeah. Or the time before yeah, on the yeah, toilet. Yeah. You got similar hair. Or you yeah. could have. have I? Yeah. Good hair. Thanks, man. Lovely. <laughs> <soft hair. laughs> uh, dying, dying on the toilet while eating a hundred burgers. Is that something you? I mean, I think to? it's. I think it was. Uh, you know, I don't think he was even eating on the toilet. I think that was bullshit. I've read yeah. bits and stuff about it. I'm not sure that was the case. What was it then? That's the that's the I story I've always heard. From memory, I, you know, I think he was just he was in the bar for. I think he maybe was. Having a, having a big poo. I don't know if he's having a poo or like he's finished, but he was on the bathroom floor and, you know. Defecating. He's just like grossly overweight, wasn't he? And unhealthy, yeah. you yes. know. But there's bigger attack. guys. It wasn't like he was, you know, there's bigger people. He was, was married to the beautiful and tremendous in Naked Gun Priscilla Presley. So, yeah. Fair play to yeah. Elvis. Um, he married so when he, she was 12 or something though, didn't he? Yes, he I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think if we were going to, if we were going to call out all of the old celebrities for yeah, marrying forget about people that. too Move young, on. we'd probably, it's something we can't really his get gran- into. His grandson just committed suicide. I saw that, Elvis yeah. is. Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? I didn't know that. What did Very he do? Sad. Nothing, I don't think. Don't know. I think he was a rapper estate. or something. Was he? He wasn't okay. very old. No, he looked a lot like him actually. Yeah, loads. Um, Luke, before we go, uh, we've got a few quick fire questions. First, yeah. first answer that comes into your head, okay? Um, what song do you want played as your coffin is taken out? Lovely Little Nice Boy by uh, <laughs> um, by uh, Lisa uh, Minogue, which is kind of Minogue's uh, daughter. Um, but she, she, uh, she's not had her yet. Um, but yeah, Lo- she's born in a couple of years and then she writes this song, Lovely Little Boy. Nice boy. <laughs> Lovely little, little nice, nice boy. boy. Uh, she released it about 10 years. It's a great song. It's perfect for my That funeral. is good, yeah. Uh, what is the dress code of your funeral? Uh, black. Come on. Do it properly. I don't know. No, black's a bit... I, I, I don't know. Um, dress code. I mean, my favourite colour is red. I don't know. So red then? Wear red if you want. Okay, will do. I don't really care what people wear. Listen. Naked. Just play the game. Um... <laughs> What uh, what's the situation with the wake? Is it a pub? Is it a club? Is there a free bar? Karaoke, perfect. <laughs> or is that awful? No, That's perfect. Good. I love karaoke. I want to sing karaoke. Your I'm gonna do a little nice. I'm gonna say a lovely little nice boy. Little nice boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't like attention, so I like the fact that everybody can have their own little bits of attention now. Perfect. And how would you want to be remembered, Luke McQueen? Uh, um, as a lovely little nice boy. As a lovely little nice boy. Yeah. I could answer that question seriously, but I don't dare. Answer it seriously. No. Don't want to. (laughs) Fair enough. Classic Luke McQueen. Uh, (laughs) Thanks so much for coming on the show. Would you like to plug anything? What are you up to at the moment? What have you been up to? Where can people see you? Oh, we've just got various things online you can look at if you want. Um, I'm just developing stuff, really. I'm writing a film, weirdly, which I think it might be pretty good, actually. Brilliant. That's what I think is important. You know, that's what excites me. I'm contradicting myself a lot, but I do think it's nice if you can create things on film that then last forever. That's a nice little thing. I like the idea of people, people going to my funeral and then watching something that I made afterwards, maybe mm-hmm. afterwards. It's been, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, so maybe you've got a projector up at your funeral slash wake and it's showing all your best bits, like like the end of Big Brother. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I wouldn't want them to sit there for ages. Well, if there's a free bar, they will. You yeah, should edit right, it, right. like, towards the end of your life and make sure it's concise. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. Luke, I could definitely see you being one of those people who has, like, a message played in that you've recorded before you die. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably. Like, just kidding or something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, Mate, you've been super fun. Uh, please do subscribe to It's Your Funeral. Drop us a comment and a rating in Apple Podcasts, if that's where you're listening to us. Also, please follow at uh, Von Cruz on Instagram and have a listen to my other podcast, Almost Famous, and we'll be back next time with another episode of It's Your Funeral. Thanks a lot. Good Bye. Thanks, Luke.
Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.